0: I think most of us have the wrong idea about ideas. So a lot of times we think of ideas as something that's gifted to us by the muse. It's this precious thing that just sort of came out of nowhere. We didn't necessarily earn it. It just happened to us. And then at the same time, we think of it as a gift, right? As something that's very precious, as something that we need to take care of. We need to make sure it develops into something more. And I think both of those things are completely and totally wrong. Let's talk about it. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I believe this is episode 140. I am glad that you are choosing to join with us today. Whenever you are listening to this, whether it is when it comes out or years later, we're happy to have you. And today we are talking about... Ideas. And if any of you have checked out my six step lyric writing checklist, you know that the first step in that checklist, the very first step, is all about getting concepts, getting ideas. And this is sort of a little bit of a dive into that first step. So if you're curious about the other steps of the lyric writing process be sure to check that out it's at songwritertheory.com slash lyric checklist that's songwritertheory.com slash lyric lyric checklist if you are interested but today we're talking about just gathering concepts and specifically I want to encourage you to subscribe to what I'm going to call the 10 to 1 lyric writing rule for now, subject to change. But it's the idea that I want you to, as a goal, generally, you want to gather at least 10 ideas per song that you actually write. So if you get an idea, I don't want you to be like, okay, got to write a song, I got an idea. Now, that's not to say that you might not get a really great idea or an idea that you think is so special that you just must write a song about it. It's also not to say that you should artificially, you know, if you're in the mode of songwriting and you get an idea, I'm not saying pause, don't run with it, just write it down and come back to it later. Like, no, of course, as a creative, sometimes you just got to go with the flow of where the wave has taking you. Not saying that at all, but back to what I said in the intro. Right. There's this idea that when you do get this concept, this idea from the muse, right, you're just walking down the street, minding your own business, or you're at work and somebody says something, and you're like, huh that's an interesting concept right there that's an interesting idea or maybe you're watching a tv show and there's there's you know a line that somebody says or there's a name of an episode or something or there's a a a symbol sort of that's used in the movie or in a book you're reading or whatever it is and that inspires you and you're like oh that's an interesting concept what i don't want you to think is oh Now I got to write a whole song right now, right? Like don't just dive into the songwriting again unless the wave has taken you there, then go ahead. But ideas are cheap. I've talked about this in a previous podcast a long time ago, but ideas are cheap, right? Everybody you know probably thinks they have that million-dollar business idea or billion-dollar business idea. Now, most of them are just wrong, right? It's not as good of an idea as they think it is. But we all have a ton of great ideas, right? What really separates success from failure is the people who talk about ideas and just have ideas, which everybody has. Like, ideas doesn't make you special, right? Like, everybody has those. And then the people that actually do them, right? It's kind of like sometimes you'll find... Uh, I always find this kind of amusing, but also infuriating. But there, you know, sometimes you go on a YouTube channel and you scroll through the comments because sometimes you know some YouTube channels have decent cultures around them and have cool comments or funny comments or whatever. But sometimes you you come across somebody who will like criticize like oh, I had this idea years ago or something like that or like this isn't a new original idea, blah blah blah. And it's always funny. It's like okay, well, the difference though is this person has come up with recorded and put out like 700 videos and you have done zero. So like, don't hate the person for the fact that like they did something and you didn't do something. Right. So the same thing is going to be true for songwriting, right? When you get a great idea or what you think originally is a great idea. Cool. Put it in a list right? Have one sheet, I, I, I'd I encourage you to use a Google Doc, because then you can access it from anywhere, assuming you have internet, which let's be honest, is pretty much everywhere now. You can access it, you know, even if you don't have your phone on you, even if you don't have your computer on you, because it's in the cloud. Um, but you can certainly use whatever you want. Just, you know, be cognizant of like, man, if all your ideas are in a notebook, and you lose that notebook, that is a bad day. Um, whereas, you know, your, your your whole house could burn down and and Google drive, it would still be safe because it's in the cloud. Now, of course, hopefully that does not happen, but you get the idea. So I encourage you to keep this sheet that just has all of your ideas. Whenever you get an idea, get in a habit of writing it down because you're absolutely at some point going to get a good idea. And then you're going to say something like, oh, it's late. I'll write it down in the morning. Or you dwell on the idea for an hour. So you're like, oh, I'll never forget this idea, right? That's not true at all, right? There's tons of times that I, like, come up with, like, say a joke in my head that I think, oh, that's that's pretty funny. And someday I'm minorly interested in in writing, like, a, don't know. uh, I don't want to call it a comedy series, but, like, sort of a, I don't know, a hybrid of, like, a YouTube show kind of thing. But kind of real TV show, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Point is, I don't write them down because it's not songwriting, it's not my main thing. It's not it's just it's just, you know, sometimes I think of things that I find amusing and I don't write them down and without like I could not name you a single one of those things right now. Not one. Because I don't write them down. But I do write my songwriting ideas down. So pretty much any Remotely working idea for song. In fact, there are more ideas I have that are written down than I could possibly remember. I have 11 pages in this idea sheet. Now, some of those are pictures. But six of the pages, six pages are literally just like single line ideas. There's a lot of ideas here. Most of them will never turn into songs. And that's okay. Ideas are cheap. A great idea does not make a great song, right? You can have a brilliant concept that does not mean that the end product will be good. And there's tons of reasons for this, right? It's it's because a at the end of the day for a song or any piece of art, right? The execution is what matters. I'm sure you've seen movies where you thought, "Oh, this had a really cool concept, but you know, the script was bad or the acting wasn't very good." or the the you know the camera work took me out of it right bunch of different reasons that sometimes an idea that could have made such a great movie or such a great book or such a great song doesn't actually make a good movie song book etc because ideas do not and have never ever ever made the end product now granted when you have a really good product that also is based on a really novel cool idea that's where you get extra cool stuff right that's where like star wars comes in or whatever right it's this really great idea and then the actual implementation of it uh specifically for the original trilogy is both very very good right like it had revolutionary effects for the time um, you know, overall the story is, is very, very well done, uh, throughout that trilogy. And, you know, it also was a, a, a pretty different idea than anything that had, um, sort of come before, um, you know, maybe not the first necessarily, but it certainly combined things in a way that, uh, hadn't been done before or certainly hadn't been done in such a, a well done way before. So have lots of ideas at least 10 to 1 that should be your goal because on a like honestly my ratio is way higher than that because i recognize there's a lot of ideas that in the moment i think are good and then don't end up being good there are tons of ideas where you know maybe they are good ideas but for whatever reason i can't write a song well off of it or maybe you know it's one of those things you just need to let the idea hang around and then in 3 years You know, maybe something changes in your life or you understand something in a way that you couldn't understand it before. So now you can write about it, right? So for lots of different reasons, you want to maintain these ideas. But you don't want to force yourself that an idea has to become a song right away because you might not be ready to write that song. You might need more time. For example, I I believe, if I remember remember correctly, um, basically Christopher Nolan had been kicking around the idea behind uh, Tenet for, I think it was 10 years, but he knew he didn't quite have it all together to figure out how to do it yet, so he made a bunch of other movies in the meantime while he continued to develop the idea for Tenet. As a songwriter, that kind of stuff can happen all the time, right? There's this one song, and I've told this story before, but there's this one song that I had started way back in, I believe, either the very end of high school or the very beginning of college, and it took until uh, the month or so before I got married, seven years later or something like that, to actually figure out the rest of the song. I had the chorus, and that was it for a long time. And then I finally figured out the lyrics and the context of the song, and it basically became this sort of wedding song type thing. Um. So it took me being about to get married to finally piece it all together. And as long as you're writing a bunch of songs at once, it doesn't matter, right? It's not you shouldn't have a bottleneck on any given song, right? There shouldn't be this idea that, like, I can't say release an ep until i finish this song or i can't you know i can't work on this other song until i finish this song don't do that right it's okay if one song takes you half an hour and then the next song takes you five years because during that five years you're also working on other songs some that take a month some that take three months some that take three weeks some that take two days right you're constantly working on a bunch of songs so it's okay if one of them is slow developing, right? No, like, It doesn't matter. Because it's not slowing down your songwriting overall. It's not like you're only working on that song for seven years. It's just one of the many songs you're working on. So back to ideas. The other misconception about ideas, because we've kind of talked about how, you know, the idea that ideas are precious is just not true. They're just not um, and they never will be. And, you know, that's not to say no idea is, right? So some ideas are, but for the for the most part, if you look at any of human history, if you look at any anything ever, right? Execution is what matters. Nobody gets brownie points for ideas. Ideas do not make success. Actually doing it does. So the second part, though, is this idea that Ideas are something that's just sort of gifted to us from the ether and is a passive process. And I want to encourage you, it is not a passive process. It can be a passive process, right? Absolutely, as songwriters, right, we get ideas sort of out of nowhere, right? Maybe you're at a campfire with some friends or like today. Today is the day after, 4th of July. Happy birthday to... Uh, I was going to say my United States, but that sounds like I own it. That's kind of weird. But anyway, so we're having people over today um, to celebrate and to get together because, hey, it's fun and why not? Uh, So we're going to have, you know, a fire and we're going to have yard games out, probably play some spike ball. It's going to be fun. If you haven't played spike ball, by the way, go go check that out. If you like volleyball at all or even if you don't, it's spike ball is the greatest yard game of all time. You know what? I'm not even going to qualify that. I'm just going to put that out there Um, to be determined if I stick with that take. I think that's true, though, in my opinion. Um, Anyway. So, you know, sometimes, right, you're sitting with some friends in front of the fire and, you know, maybe a, a quiet lull takes over. People are starting to get tired or something. And then an idea just comes. Right. Sometimes we are just gifted ideas. That's true. But you shouldn't only get ideas based on when the muse decides to gift you with an idea, which, by the way, of course, the muse is not a real it's not a real thing. right? It's sort of the symbolic idea of of an idea being gifted to us in a way that we didn't necessarily earn it. Right. We're not seeking ideas. It just passively comes to us. Right. Inspiration would be another word. And that absolutely happens. But the thing is, it doesn't happen often enough, especially if you're not in the mode of idea gathering. It doesn't happen often enough for you to generate enough good ideas to write songs off of or to generate enough different ideas to write a bunch of good songs off of. And again, that's not to say you can't just wait for the muse. But do you really want to be in a position where you're, say, you're working on four songs and you have four ideas and you're just kind of waiting for an idea to just come to you out of nowhere in order for you to finish the fifth song or or write a fifth song so that you can release an EP this year? Which an EP is just basically a short album, four to six songs generally. Is that really the position that you want to be in? I hope your answer is no, right? I, I certainly don't want to. So, so so some days, and this is what I want to encourage you to do, I I legitimately, instead of traditional songwriting, right? Because like, I think when you think, oh, I'm going to be, be doing some songwriting for the next hour. So if I tell you like next hour, after I record this podcast, I'm going to do songwriting. I don't know what you imagine, but I imagine that, <laughs> I imagine that you imagine, uh, I figure that you probably imagine something like me sitting at, the piano or a keyboard or a guitar, you know, sort of improvising a little bit and looking up into the sky, even though I'm in the basement. So really, I'd be looking at my ceiling and thinking of like, oh, what's the lyrical idea for this or, you know, whatever. Or, or maybe you imagine something like me sitting here at the computer with a notepad writing lyrics or something. And that's true. That is songwriting. You know, it's really the heart of songwriting. But sometimes it's very, very, very helpful if you actually take time explicitly to generate ideas and sit and just write down ideas. Or to go look at Google Images and art for certain things and grab that image and throw it in your Google Doc so that it can re-inspire you later because you think that is a very interesting piece of art that, that would make an interesting song. So spend some time actively gathering ideas. That's how you get tons of ideas, which then with more ideas, there tends to be more variety in ideas. And with more variety in ideas, there tends to be more um, higher probability at any given time that one of the song ideas you have is something you would feel like working on. So for example, if all three or all four of the songs you're working on are all heartbreak, sad songs, right? And then you get a new significant other. You're probably not going to be that inspired about that subject, right? Now, there might be days where, say, you get really paranoid and you're like, oh, they're probably cheating on me or something. Or, you know, you think, oh, they're going to leave me. Uh, Or just times where you remember past stuff and you're sad about it. And, you know, you can still work on those songs, right? And then there are other times where you can work on the song, even though you don't necessarily feel that feeling right now. You can sort of dive back into your previous emotions and that sort of thing. Um, But it's going to be so much easier to be more efficient and write tons and tons of songs if you have other songs that are about other things so that when you're more inspired, like, you know, let's say you have a song about, you know, the, the... the coworker who stands up for you. And, you know, obviously in a song, I don't think you'd make it clear. They're a coworker. You'd characterize it as a friend, but like a friend that stands up for you. And then because they stood up to, for you to the boss or something, and then the boss that, you know, that, that you don't like or whatever, because I don't know, that's stereotypical, right? Um, So maybe you have this song about like, ah, this person, you know, nothing's ever good enough or whatever. And, You know, then you also have songs about, uh, say, you know, you drive by a homeless person a bunch on your trip back from work. So you've kind of concocted a story that might be their story by now. Or meaning you've concocted the story by now, not that it would have become their actual story. And, you know, maybe at the same time you have uh, a new... Um, you know, baby nephew or, or niece or something. And, you know, so for example, James Taylor's sweet baby James, I believe was after his nephew that was also named James. Um, I believe so stuff like that, right? If you have a bunch of all these different ideas and then you have like a bunch of symbols that you think are interesting or pieces of art that inspire in certain ways. Now you have all these different types of songs that you can write when you feel more in the mood for that, right? Because there's, there comes a point where, like, you just won't be in a mood to be able to write a breakup song. And there's a time that you just won't be in the mood to write, you know, a, a happy song about how life is all good and everything is wonderful and roses grow everywhere, right? That's just not going to be how it's going to work. So I hope this was helpful to you. Again, overall, the real challenge here is generate ideas actively, right? Actively decide to sit and generate ideas. I promise this will be helpful to you. And a part of generating ideas, by the way, if you're wondering, okay, it's nice that you say that, Joseph, what does that mean? Well, one thing it means is that you actively sit with a sheet with no intention of actually, like, writing songs so much as coming up with ideas and writing them down. Right? Your whole goal is just getting ideas. How you do that can be a bunch of different ways. Several things I, I sort of skimmed over in there, but my official, like, recommendations are, A, you know, think through all the different types of art you're consuming right now. You know, if there's a book you're reading, you know, a movie you've seen recently or some of your favorite movies or, you know, whatever – so gather ideas from that sort of stuff. Um, another thing to do would be to look up art with Google Images. And, you know, maybe the art uses a symbol that you find very, very intriguing or whatever, right? Maybe there's a picture of a raven and a dove. And for some reason that, you know, that you get inspired off of that and you're like, oh, that's an interesting song title. Maybe the raven and the dove, right? What does that mean? What does that represent? Doesn't matter. It's just an idea right now. I don't have to write that down, but it's, it's interesting, to me, maybe. Um, weird example. I know. I don't even know where that came from. Um, <laughs> but um, so those are the sort of things that you can do here. You also can go to things like there are like song idea generators or song ge- title generators, I think. And mostly those will give you silly, silly, silly things. But um, sometimes, though, they give you, you know, maybe one word that you're like, oh, interesting. Um, you know, anywhere that you think you can gather ideas, go to that place, write them down. And then the other side is that ideas are cheap. They're not some great golden gifts that are super precious. And as soon as you get an idea, you need to write and finish the whole song because every idea that's gifted to you is this amazing idea that will be a number one top hit and change your life. Probably unlikely, just because the the muse Gifts you an idea doesn't mean it's inherently a better idea than an idea that you actively go pursue or actively write down or go after, right? This idea that, like, it's it's a higher order of idea because it comes out of nowhere is just I, – I don't really know where it comes from. I don't know where any evidence is that, that, that that's true, Right. I think it's because of some of those over glorified song ideas where like, you know, sometimes for whatever reason, the song stories, the story behind the songs that we are most enthused with are the ones that are like, oh, yeah, I was just like on a ski lift and it just came to me and I wrote it in 15 minutes. Right. Like we love those stories. And I don't know why. Um, well, I do kind of know why. I, I think it's because people like to believe that sometimes we can get something good for you know very little work it's just sort of gifted to us that might be the underlying reason uh but i think that has, actually inspires other artists to sometimes lie or adjust the truth a little bit because they think it's cooler or more valuable you know when it's more cool to say you know i just got this idea and i wrote it in 15 minutes and it was great Uh, is a story that they know is going to go over better with people then like honestly I worked on that song for like four or five years I got stuck Uh, I couldn't figure out the bridge for the longest time the bridge is actually about something completely different than the rest of the song when I wrote it but then I realized oh that fits with the song so I threw it in there right nobody wants to hear that nobody likes that story so I think sometimes artists don't tell that or we don't notice it right because those are not the stories that become popular but Um, the idea that ideas from the muse are inherently better than ideas that you can gather yourself. I completely reject and you should too, because I don't think there's any reason to believe that that's true. And again, we're not shutting ourselves off from the muse. We are just not making the muse our bottleneck. We're not saying I can only get ideas if the muse gifts it to me. No, instead we're saying, I'm gonna gather my own ideas and then when the gift wants to give, or when the muse wants to gift me even more ideas, great. I'll write those down as well. So hopefully this was helpful to you again. Try to write 10, at least 10 lyric ideas per um, song that you end up writing. I'd encourage you this week, specifically, uh, if there's one thing you do, I want you to take half an hour at least maybe an hour and dedicate it to this idea of you have a page a sheet a something right preferably in the cloud but doesn't really matter write down ideas first write it down ideas maybe from your head try that for a bit and then when you maybe get stuck which maybe you'll be stuck right away that's fine you know go to google images search for like show names search for different books right Maybe there's an author you like, look at all their book titles, maybe look at their book covers, right? There's a bunch of, there's so many different places to gather inspiration. Um, So try doing that for half an hour, an hour maybe. And you know, if you're really into it, don't stop at an hour, just keep going. Um, But I encourage you to do that. And if you want more information on the other five steps in my lyric writing process, feel free to check out. The free guide at songwritertheory.com slash lyric checklist breaks down the six steps that I personally utilize, um, and this was step one we covered. And only one of those steps is actual lyric writing, uh, just as a hint. The, the rest are all separate steps that I think are very, very important to help make the writing process easier, help make the editing process easier. In fact, my personal favorite for what it's worth, if you do get it and you, and you only want to read one part, uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend looking at the iterative lyric editing. That to me is the most, uh, I don't want to call it life-changing, but certainly, uh, songwriting life-changing, um, Part of this for me personally, for you it might be something else. But for me personally, once I sort of discovered and and figured out this 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 iterative lyric editing uh, idea, which is sort of this hybrid of things we do in the software development world and songwriting, and and me sort of getting ideas from both and bringing them together, uh, easily the, one of my favorite lyric writing ideas I've come up with that I use religiously and has been so 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 great for taking a written okay lyric and really getting it to be something that is really 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 good that you can be proud of so check that out if you're interesting if you're interested i'm saying words wrong today my goodness joseph you're fired um yeah i don't know who would fire me for this it's just me I guess I'll fire myself. Um, so uh, check that out. Lyric writing checklist. It's at songwritertheory.com slash lyric checklist. If you're interested, thank you as always for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. I see, I think it was 27 people have left reviews now. Um, and I see that our rating is currently sitting at 4.4 4 stars. So if you want to help me get that closer to five stars, and you've appreciated... Uh, some of the knowledge that I've been dropping over the past two and a half plus years, and you haven't left an iTunes review yet. The best thing you can do to help me out is put that iTunes, do it on iTunes specifically. You don't need, I don't think you even need an account. Maybe I'm wrong about that, Um, but be sure to do it there. That's what helps me out the most. I really appreciate those of you who do reach out to me via email as well. Um, but the best thing you can do to help me out is definitely, definitely leaving an iTunes review because that allows other people to see it and other people to know, Hey, this is a good place to get songwriting knowledge and information, which helps me out. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next time.